Consumer Watch with Wendy Nola. Hello, Wendy lady. Hello, Darren again. So I'm sure you're going to tell me about this. There was an admission in the papers not too long ago about the poor quality refuse bags in KZN. Yeah. in South Africa. There, it's KZN. It's very much an Itaguini issue. I think it was you who called me the bag lady because at one point I was going on <laughs> I would admit to no such thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was going on and on about the orange bags. Um, yeah. They disappeared and there were issues and tenders and whatever. Look, I'm a consumer journalist. There was a, a story in the Sunday tribute this last weekend around tender issues and how this has affected the current problem which is um, a batch of very substandard black bags in terms of construction and size and everything else. My neighborhood WhatsApp group has been having a go about it. Anyone else having trouble with these new so-called improved black bags? They rip when you try and separate them or, or pry them open. So yes, the municipality did put out a public notice saying customers who are experiencing problems with the municipality's black refuse bags due to poor quality or incorrect size should return these bags to the nearest cleansing and solid waste depot for an exchange or contact us on this landline or email us. So I got a hold of Raymond Rampersad, who's the head of Etiguini's Solid Waste Department. And I asked him, first of all, I said the depots are quite few and far between. So now you've got to schlep there with your batch of awful black bags. And so what has a new batch that aren't substandard now been acquired? Otherwise, what's to say that you don't go to all that trouble and expense in terms of petrol, public transport money, whatever, and then you hand it in and you get given a replacement, which turns out to be the same. If that is the case, surely until this is sorted out, residents should could buy their own to avoid all the slip. And it can't be great for the refuse collectors either if they're picking up bags that are ripping and whatever. And then just remove that charge, whatever it is, from our municipal bills, because those bags get tossed over into our yards every month, I think it is you get a month's supply, two per week. And we pay for that as part of the, the charge of our, our solid waste charge. So we're paying for those bags and currently not getting great quality. So his response was, They've received quite a few queries from residents with regard to the poor quality of bags. Yes, I can imagine. We then referred this to our SCM unit, whatever that is, for further investigation. We did give options to the residents, he said. Their bags could be returned to their nearest depots or, if not possible, you could phone or email and we would make arrangements for bags to be collected and good bags given, okay? He says, your suggestion of people buying their own bags, I do not support. Just look at the Maddisburg situation. Residents buy their own bags. I did not know that. And service delivery is at an all-time low. If people buy their bags, then there's a likelihood that the restriction of two bags per household will be difficult to uphold. I must confess I don't follow the logic of that. He said there might be an increase in the generation of waste and also the monitoring of the waste stream becomes very difficult. I think you need to compare us with other municipalities in terms of the cost to rate pairs with regard to waste collection. In the new financial year, our waste collection cost has been reduced from 9.9% to 6 also note that waste collection includes transportation and disposal costs. Now, I don't know if it's just me, Darren, but there was a noticeable lack of an answer to my question about the actual problem, which is... Mm, the quality of has this, Yeah, like, has this batch been worked through the system now? Have you got new ones? If not, how do you know you're not replacing one bad pack of bags with another bad pack? I mean, what is the story here? But I asked the question again, and I still didn't get an answer. I've asked a third time, and that was admittedly 
heard very recently, so I, I haven't yet had a response. I did ask um, what percentage of this, the sanitation charge on our bills is actually made up of the cost of the bags. The closest I've got to that is each bag costs 96 cents. So um, I have to report that that's as far as I've got, Darren. So it's probably have to be a to be continued. Um, mm-hmm. What I would do uh, is... You know, I haven't got time to be messing with ripping bags. I would just buy my own supply and put that out on the pavement anyway and think that the municipality should be happy that I'm being proactive. It's not about putting out more bags. It's about putting out bags that actually work for everybody. But um, there we are. That's just, that's where we are for now. Well, it's just, it just seems like a, an added problem. My, my uh, putting out of the bags in the morning is fraught with uh, challenges, not least of all uh, people that are going around and then opening my bin, leaving them open. Um, and then the monkeys have a round two in the bin as well. So our entire street is, uh, is filled with these challenges. So. But are the monkeys wearing masks? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, one does have to find one la- one's laugh so you can't oh, go there. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. Uh, All right. No. So, um, yes, last week we spoke about online retailers, specifically how they were battling with the delivery side, seeing as uh, for a lot of them, they had been inundated with this and hadn't really prepared for the delivery side. Norman Goodfellas and Edgars had decided to suspend the online deliveries uh, because they, were, uh, they claimed that they didn't want to disappoint customers anymore. Where are they now? Okay, well, I went on to um, good old Hello Peter. Um, I, I check, well, my own inbox is quite illuminating, but I check on, on Hello Peter to see how the various online retailers are doing. Um, bearing in mind that people don't generally leave good comments, they, they go on to, to vent, right? Mm-hmm. So today I saw from Tombi's Odwa D said this on Hello Peter. My order was placed on the, this is about Norman Goodfellas, by the way. My order was placed on the 20, 26th of May and I've not yet received it till this day. Each time I finally get a hold of them, they give me different dates. They promised last week, Thursday, that didn't happen. When you send them DMs and the Instagram, the response is computer generated. I'm not quite sure what to do after this. I'm too scared to ask for a refund because I might get my money this time in 2021. Uh, mm. My label M, also on Hello Peter. I ordered end of May, but to date I've not received my order and their contact numbers don't even work. They don't even bother to keep you updated. I regret trying this. I should have just gone to the bottle store. I want my money. There were some swear words in there that I edited out. Um, so what happened well, was... You should, you should say them and allow us to... Let us edit them out. <laughs> feeling, I'm you? such a good girl, David. I don't <laughs> trust you. <laughs> so, so what happened... You know, the, the alcohol one was a perfect storm because you know that what we had... We, were, we couldn't buy alcohol from the end of March. And then at the end of May, we were suddenly told, from 1st of June, level 3, you can buy alcohol. So thousands and thousands of people uh, went onto Norman Goodfellas and... Um, ordered for end of May for delivery in June, right? And some of them, and this is the problem, some of them uh, did that for the first time. They had never um, ordered online from Norman Goodfellas before, and this was their first experience, which is unfortunate because they've been going for 46 years and certainly in their stores and and online until now, they were were doing fine, mostly. There was not a, there was a red flag. Um, And now, Suddenly there is. So so Charles Kramer, CEO of um, Norman Goodfellas, ha- got a hold of us. And actually he shared something really, 
really um, enlightening about what's been going on with them and in particular why they as an alcohol uh, online retailer um, well they're not solely online but why the, the online side um, was so affected um, he says uh, e-commerce leaders in South Africa first of all this is a context Online, say online retail in South Africa has been propelled forward by five years as a result of COVID-19 and lockdown. And it's particularly true for liquor as this was the slowest retail e-commerce category before lockdown, right? Um, so then uh, we come out and we get, the, we get the news that we're coming out of level four into level three from June the 1st. And um, Norman Goodfellas opens up for orders prior to, to be delivered after June 1. They open up end of May. He says, we went from under 100 orders a month to well over 10,000 orders in 10 days. Now that's a ramp up there. <laughs> it's hard to get your head around. He said, um, previously, we always met our commitments to deliver within two to three days. He says, we were, hum we were humbled and grateful to receive so many orders, as you can imagine, but very uncomfortable in not being able to provide our high, high service levels to, and to frustrate so many clients, I would imagine, especially first-time clients. Um, he said, we also, our communications channels and logistics infrastructure was just not geared to the overwhelming response. And of course, the two worked hand in hand to, uh, to provide, to, to create so many really unhappy customers. Um, also, something I hadn't taken on, on board is, unlike the other retail categories for online alcohol retailers, um, they can't deliver outside of 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Mondays to um, Fridays. So, um, no, sorry, Mondays to Thursdays. So they're not being able to deliver to private clients on, on Fridays and Saturdays um, or after hours was uh, particularly um, troublesome. Um, it didn't help their, their service levels. And they just decided to then suspend um, to be responsible and focusing our attention on the orders we had received. As I said, that's really commendable. Um, and then uh, communications on part orders, he says, um, you know, previously our communications had been very, what he calls hand held, very personal service from beginning to end of the order. Um, before they had two people on a switchboard and a sales team of 10 with um, an online email address. Now we've scaled to a call center of more than 20, which has improved response times, but there's still frustration. Um, they just can't deal with the, you know, the, the numbers of people wanting to be communicated with. Um, and part orders, this was quite interesting. Darren, stock outs from suppliers has been a major challenge for all of us and certainly for us. We took a decision to send part orders so that our clients would at least have something to get on with having not had alcohol for two months prior to the lockdown. But again, we were in, unable to communicate this en masse to their customers. So it's just unfortunate. They were trying to do the right thing, hard to the right place, but just the lack of communication um, didn't help. And uh, myself and all the directors have had a starfish, starfish approach for each client we touched and we followed through to a satisfactory conclusion. So where they are able to, to make contact with a the customer, they've, they've rescued it. That, I love that starfish story. You know, you, you, can't, you can't help everyone, but you, you really make sure that you help or rescue the, the ones that you can make contact with. He says, what I'd like to tell my disgruntled customers is each and every client will be addressed personally. Orders will be fulfilled um, 
within 48 hours or a no quibble refund backlog to be sorted by the end of June. Um, I'm desperately trying to avoid refunds, not because of the financial loss, but because it's not in our culture to lose sales as a result of bad service. We understand our clients' frustrations. We offer no excuses. Um, their money is safe. We've been in business for 46 years and we intend to be here much longer and offer a much more streamlined e-commerce facility. My personal details are available for the public, but I'd first encourage the call center, Jim, so the volume's better. So I must say, um, well done to him, to Charles, for stepping up um, into the line of fire and trying to explain. And certainly, um, you know, with communication, with information, the understanding levels ramp up and you can get that they just couldn't in a million years have um, foreseen or geared up in such a short space of time to deal with that massive surge in volume. Let me repeat it, from less than 100 orders a month to over 10,000 orders in 10 days. That is <laughs> unprecedented with knobs on. There you go, Darren. That's it. Yeah, um, and yeah, I think that, that that's actually the biggest takeaway is what I hear from this is that every Always. single one of us is experiencing um, the, the knock-on effect of these unprecedented times. And, uh, you know, a little bit of patience and a little bit of understanding goes a long way, I think. And for retailers to really get whatever it takes to please put a lot of time and energy and resources into communication with your customers. Yeah. Because yeah. as I keep saying, and that keeps being proved to me over and over again. We actually, we consumers, most of us reasonable ones, have um, a great capacity for understanding if we just communicate it with, even if the news is bad, we know we said you'd get it to you by the 15th, but we just, with the, working 24 hours, we just couldn't, so sorry, please give us another 10 days. And, mm. you know, give, let them feel, let us feel that there's accountability because and then we then we okay we understand but lack of mm. lack of information is what drives consumers completely batty especially when they've paid money over and now they're getting no money no information communication bad, no bad no. combo it's never gonna it's never gonna end well yeah so just communicate even yeah. the bad news i just wish i could get that make that happen because um well maybe i shouldn't because my inbox would empty out completely and i'd have nothing to talk to you about Darren. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can't. Yeah, I, I, I look forward to our thursday gatherings thank you darren and until next time stay 